In this presentation, we will discuss business expenses related to taxes for a sole proprietorship generally reporting on a Schedule C. This information can be found in Publication 334. You can deduct on Schedule C or CEZ various federal, state, local, and foreign taxes directly attributable to your business. When you first hear this, you may think that this is a little bit unusual because, of course, we're talking about taxes. We're talking about calculating the tax liability. How is it that we're going to be able to deduct taxes when we're trying to figure out what the tax liability is? But also know that there's going to be a lot of different types of taxes. So we're talking about income taxes here. We're talking about federal income taxes in particular. We also have other types of federal taxes, state uh, taxes, local taxes, foreign taxes, and so any of these types of taxes or a lot of these types of taxes that we're using in order to facilitate our business, then should be a normal, you would think would be just a normal business type of deduction, another type of expense that we have to do in order to uh, do the business and therefore be deductible. So income taxes. You can deduct on Schedule C or CEZ a state tax on gross income as distinguished from net income directly attributable to your business. You can deduct other state and local income taxes on Schedule A Form 1040 if you itemize your deductions. Do not deduct federal income tax. So let's see if we can break that down a bit more. So let's go through that one more time then we'll take a look at the tax return. You can deduct on Schedule C or CEZ a state so we're talking about state tax right so we're thinking state income tax so as we fill out our tax return note that some states may not have any income tax and other states may have different types of income tax but whatever the tax system that is used for the state if it's applicable to our business we may get a deduction for it on the schedule c so as we fill out our 1040 and our federal taxes we may have some other state here that we're filling out the state taxes as well for income taxes related to the state. For the portion of the state income taxes related to our business, we could possibly be able to deduct that on the federal income taxes on the Schedule C. You can deduct other state and local income taxes on Schedule A. So note, you might be thinking, hey, I thought we can get a state tax deduction even if we don't have a business, and we can typically. However, it's an itemized deductions, and there's, and there's limitations to it. So the state taxes, if we don't take it, it's usually beneficial possibly to take the state taxes on the Schedule C if they apply to the Schedule C because then we get the, we get the deduction on the Schedule C. If we go to Schedule A, then these are called itemized deductions the itemized deductions would have to be greater than the standard deduction in order for them to benefit us. And then we have the state and local taxes here as well. So when considering the state and local taxes, we want to consider, can we apply it to the business? Might be beneficial to do so if we can. Whatever is not applied to, a, to the business or whatever portion needs to be applied to the personal, we can then put on Schedule A and apply out the relevant portion or the applicable portion here see if it helps us to then qualify by seeing if our total uh, itemized deductions are greater than the standard deduction and the limits for the standard deduction you can see here, single, married, head of household. Back to the text, and then it says do not deduct the federal income taxes. So we can't deduct federal income taxes, and that would make sense because that's what we're calculating here, of course. We're, we're The 1040, the Schedule C is going to flow through to the 1040, 
and that's going to help us to calculate what our federal income taxes were. Now, if, if we were to be able to deduct the federal income tax, we would have kind of a funny loop type effect <laughs> that, you know, the federal income tax would change the amount of federal income tax, which would change the amount of federal income tax. So we can't deduct federal income tax when we're trying to calculate what the federal income tax is typically, which, which simplifies things, and that's good. Back to the text, employment taxes. You can deduct the Social Security, Medicare, and Federal Unemployment Taxes, or FUTA, you paid out of your own funds as an employer. Employment taxes are discussed briefly in Chapter 1. You also can deduct payments you made as an employer to a state unemployment compensation fund or a state disability benefit fund. Deduct these payments as taxes. So when we consider the taxes, we looked at this a bit when we considered the employment. Note as we go to the Schedule C, we'll have, if we have employees, then we're going to be paying wages. So we'll pay the wages here. And related to those wages, you'll know, obviously, that we, if we, we have uh, worked in the states, then we got withholdings. We have withholdings for federal income tax, Social Security, and Medicare. But note that there's two ways that that happens, meaning there's two sides of that, typically. The federal income tax is pulled out of the employee check, and it's included in the wages and the Social Security and Medicare have, a, have an employee and employer portion. So really what's included in wages here does include some money that we had to take from the employees, which technically should be their money, right? It's their money that we took from them to pay their taxes, their Social Security, their Medicare, their federal income taxes. So we don't break that out into a separate line item for payroll taxes. We keep that in uh, the employee pay. We just took their money instead of paying them. We paid their tax liabilities. That's not payroll taxes to us. The payroll taxes to us, which we broke out in a prior presentation when we looked at uh, the employee wages, is going to be the our portion of the payroll taxes, which is our portion of Social Security, Medicare, FUTA, and possibly any uh, state-type taxes. So you might think, hey, those are federal taxes, but they're not federal income taxes. They're payroll taxes. So they're, they're deductible because even though they're federal taxes, because they're Social Security, Medicare, FUTA, they're not income taxes. And so we're going to break out only the portion here. This, is, this was the breakout of payroll taxes. And we saw this in our example problem where we had uh, the amount for the payroll was this amount. And we broke out the payroll tax portion. And that'll help us to tie out. So what we want to have is this 82,499 should tie out to the W3s, the payroll tax forms. And this amount should tie out to just the employer portion of payroll taxes. We really want that to be the case because that'll help the IRS from making any kind of problems, if it's causing any problems, if there's any inconsistency. If they try to tie out with a machine, even the computer ties out what's on our tax return to what's on our W2s and W3s. If they match up, they're less likely to, to cause any problems and have them ask any questions related to them. Self-employment tax. You can deduct one half of your self-employment tax on line 27 of Schedule 1, Form 1040. Self-employment tax is discussed in Chapter 1 and 10. So self-employment tax, remember when we have the Schedule C, we have our Schedule C here. The, the net income, we don't usually pay ourselves wages. What happens is we get this money and the IRS sees us. We have this revenue of the net income and the IRS sees us as both the employer and the employee. So they charge us the equivalent of payroll taxes in essence to us 
Social Security and Medicare, which we call self-employment tax. So self-employment tax uh, is going to be reported on Schedule SE, and it's going to be our it's going to be our port, our net income, and then it's going to be basically the employer and employee portion of uh, Social Security and Medicare. In essence, that's what the rate in essence comes out to be. And so then we have to have this uh, 1,103 in our example problem for self-employment, which will be in addition to the payroll taxes. So remember, if we go to the 1040, uh, we're going to have a calculation for our, our taxes. We don't have any taxes in this example because our, our income is below the standard deduction. So we don't have any income tax, but we still have to pay. We still have taxes due because we have these self-employment taxes, these other taxes. So these other taxes are going to be included uh, for self-employment. And if we go to Schedule 4, we see on line 57, we have the self-employment tax attached Schedule SE. So there's the self-employment tax, which flows over. Now, we have another issue here in that the IRS would like to basically make it somewhat similar to a C corporation that would have to pay employee taxes for the self-employment. And if we were a corporation and we were paying uh, the wages in a W-2, we would have to pay both the employee and employer portion, but we would get to deduct the employee, the employer portion as an expense. And so we have to somehow mirror that. And so in order to mirror that information, you can see on the schedule SE, they also calculate the one half of the self-employment tax, 552. We don't deduct that on the schedule C, but we get to take that on schedule one. So schedule one, We'll see this deduction adjustments to income 552 that's going to be included in the difference between the line six total income and line seven which is the adjusted gross income so we get the, to deduct half of it so it's a bit complicated of a scenario to get that self-employment tax uh, type of calculated it, it involves a few different forms on it but note that we have to pay basically self-employment tax and then we get half of it as a deduction, not on Schedule C, but on the Schedule 1, line 27. Back to the text, personal property tax. You can deduct on Schedule C or CEZ any tax imposed by state or local government on personal property used in your business. You can also deduct registration fees for the right to use property within a state or local area. Example, May and Julius Winter drove their cars 7,000 business miles out of a total of 10,000 business miles. They had to pay 25 for their annual state license tags and 20 for their city registration stickers. Those are, in essence, taxes. Uh, they also paid 235 in city personal property tax on the car for a total of uh, 280 they are claiming their actual car expenses. So we're not using the mileage method, but actual car expenses. Because they use the car 70% for business, they can deduct 70% of the 280 or 196 as business expense. Real estate taxes. You can deduct on Schedule C or CEZ the real estate taxes you pay on your business property. Deductible real estate taxes are any state, local, or foreign taxes on real estate uh, levied for the general public welfare. The taxing authority must assess these taxes uh, uniformly at a like rate on all real property under its jurisdiction and the proceeds must be for the general community or governmental uh, purposes. So real estate taxes typically are going to be taxes, of course, on the property, on the real estate. 
if we have real estate related to the business, then we're going to be subject to the real estate taxes. We have to pay real estate taxes as a point of doing business. It's going to be an ordinary necessary expense generally. Therefore, generally, it would be something uh, that we can deduct for federal income tax purposes. Back to the text. For more information about real estate taxes, see Chapter 5 on Publication 535. The chapter explains special rules for deducting the following items. Taxes for local benefits, such as those for sidewalks, streets, water mains, and sewer lines. Real estate taxes when you buy or sell property during the year. Real estate taxes if you use an accrual method of accounting and choose to accrue real estate tax related to a definite period rateably over that period. Sales tax. Treat any sales tax you pay on a service or on the purchase or use of property as part of the cost of the service or property. If the service or cost or use of the property is a deductible business expense, you can deduct the tax as part of that service or cost. If the property is merchandise bought for resale, the sales tax is part of the cost of merchandise. So if we bought, obviously, merchandise and we're going to resell it and we had to pay sales tax for the purchase of the merchandise, then we are going to include it as the purchase or the cost price of the merchandise. And we typically would do that anyways, because when we buy something and we have to pay sales tax on it, we typically include the sales tax as part of the cost of the thing we purchased. So if the thing we purchased was something that we expensed during that time period, we don't typically say, okay, I'm going to say this is what it cost and then break out the sales tax on a separate line. We paid what we paid for it and we consider that basically the cost of it. And that's, that's what the code in essence says to do. So if it's for the cost of goods sold, you, you might think, well, it would be nice if I can break out the sales tax and expense it now and just uh, and then not have to capitalize the, the inventory or that portion of the cost of goods sold. Well, no, you can't break out the sales tax typically if you bought it for the cost of goods sold you should include it in the cost of the goods sold if you paid sales tax for equipment or something like that and you have to then put it on the books capitalize it as opposed to depreciate it well then you generally have to record the sales tax as the cost of equipment capitalize it and then depreciate it as opposed to expensing the sales tax at the point of time of purchase back to the text if the property is depreciable add the sales tax to the basis for depreciation for information on the basis of property, you can see publication 551, basis of assets. Excise taxes. You can deduct on Schedule C or CEZ all excise taxes that are ordinary and necessary expenses of carrying on your business. Excise taxes are discussed briefly in Chapter 1. Fuel taxes. Taxes on gasoline, diesel fuel, and other motor fuels you use in your business are usually included as part of the cost of the fuel. Do not deduct these taxes as a separate item. So we have a similar kind of item with fuel taxes as we do with property taxes. When we buy the fuel, a large part of it is for taxes typically. And we can't break out the amount for taxes. So we don't need to break out the amount for taxes. We're going to include the cost of the fuel, including any kind of tax, typically the fuel tax with the cost of the fuel normally. That's normally what we would typically do. Back to the text, you may be entitled to a credit or refund for federal excise tax you paid on fuels used for certain purposes. For more information, you can see publication 510, Excise Tax.